Hey, it's Dan here. If you want to hear this episode of the Backchat Podcast without ads and get extra content that no one else gets, head to backchatstudios.com.au where you can sign up as a patron and access all of our bloody good merch. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort. So you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Where's the week gone? Where are they going, Dan? We just saw you yesterday, and we thought, let's do another one today. That's correct. So we're going to have to start this again. Thank you very much. Yep. Because I thought there was a week in between. <laughs> or maybe we just keep going. Just keep going. How are you? You know what's going on in Backchat. This isn't clean cut. This no. is just me pretending, <laughs> pretending that I knew what was going on, but clearly I don't. That's all right, though. Thanks to our partners and sponsors, Whippersnapper Whiskey, Muggle River Roasting Co., Blue Bet, Shelter Brewing Co., Leadable Cameras, we are bringing to you... Part two of the greatest ever sporting achievements. Now, this is off the back of the greatest sporting ever ever, ever achievement. <laughs> you want me to tell mine again? Uh, look, five for 16, grand, <laughs> grand final to Hill Cricket Club. Uh, the coach comes with the ball and says, mate, I need you to do something. I've never heard what the coach said to you. Mate, we're, we're, we're struggling here. We're going to lose this grand final. What was the coach doing on the field? <laughs> it's like baseball when the when the when the manager comes out. No, that didn't happen. Um, so yes, this is part two because we had that many good stories. We thought we'd roll them into two, yep. and this is our final episode of the off season before we come back. That is correct. Fully strong and fit, ready to go. Dan's ripped. Dan's tanned. Um, been just absolutely charging in the gym. I don't yep. know about me. I haven't exercised for about twelve months, but that doesn't matter. We've got some big episodes coming up in twenty twenty three. We will be back live from Backchat Studios after this one, part two of the greatest ever sporting achievements. We know you're a West Australian boy. Tell us your greatest ever sporting achievement, not on the football field. Okay, clearly. This is a standout in my mind straight away. So when I was growing up, my dad loved to race pigeons. And so me and my brother David were instructed when he started working selling real estate on the weekends, pigeon racing occurs on the weekends for everybody out there, right? So you train the birds during the week and then you, by flying them outside their cage, and and then on Saturday you go to the pigeon racing club, which was for me in Riverton, and you register the birds there. (laughs) <laughs> and then they fly, get taken in a truck, and they get driven out to Minganew and fucking 
you know, hundreds yeah. of k's away, like yes. full on shit. And then um, the pigeons all get released at the same time, and they fly home to everyone's individual houses. So, our so so we've got a pigeon racing club, Riverton, right? I have so many. You got questions. so many questions. I have so many. <laughs> okay, keep you jump keep in any second. Keep going. Keep going. So we can be the winner of Riverton's Pigeon Racing Race for the day. Yes. Also, you can win, which only happens, say, once a month, where you get to – it's an all-in event. So it's a um, it's an intra-club. It's an inter, inter-club race. Yes. So you register your pigeon for a bigger race, and not only do you have to be the first home in, say, for me, Riverton, but the um, pigeon has to beat everyone else's birds home to their other pigeon racing clubs. So we had that. We had that, and we had a winner, and we got a trophy, and I was able to get up and get it. Because my brother had um, he had some footy commitments later in the afternoon because he was in uh, under fifteen started playing on Sundays so that was the day we went to the pigeon racing club and claimed the trophy so that was it I think we were fifteen hundred bucks holy no shit sh- how, this is how long ago twenty years ago in the eighties in the eighties yeah was that forty years ago <laughs> my house with that so you are the, what the, what what is your title you you were the state uh, that was an pigeon. intra club race so, so that was a that would be the state it would be, almost be the state. Intra-club championship. Oh, my God. No shit. It was a big deal, man. It was full on. And here's the other thing. With pigeon racing, which none of you guys would have a clue about, you can bet on your ho- your horses. You can bet on your on your pigeons. So they call it a pool, it, it, which is essentially a pool. You can bet them to come first, second, or, or for a, you know, a, a, um, a place bet. And the winner, yeah, if you're uh, – obviously, if you win, it's not that you get the money. If you chip in $5, you get the mat, the pool. Of it, oh you don't just get paid out a dividend if you like. Right. You get paid the pool of the money. Le- is this in legal? Here. Is this probably not? But fuck it, <laughs> that was cool. Yeah, Mate. it was unreal. So that's my whole childhood. Racing pigeons. Oh shit! Yeah. So um, so with that, so I talked about the training side of things. Um, so we'd be out. So we've got a uh, pigeon coop if you like, and then you teach these pigeons how to land on a race, uh, a landing board outside your coop, and then they go in through some holes into feed. So it's almost like you've got to starve them to know that they've got to jump from the board down the hole, and then that's where they get fed. So eventually you let them out the door, school them out, and then you keep them flying, you know, out the, out the front of the house with a broom, just keeping the bastards in the air like this oh. for fitness until you... <laughs> <laughs> You know, and for then, fitness. And then and you, get them, what, you get them further and further away. And that, and that's yeah, yeah. So, yeah, part of the thing is, as we all did when, you know, we're doing any kind of fitness, you're building up. So eventually, you know, oh, Dad would say, let's say, I don't know, after school on a Friday, we'd get, say, 10 birds out and we'd drive them to Armadale, right? And we lived in Williton, so it wasn't, you know, a great deal, but that was a, a, distance, a yeah. distance they can fly home to. Then the next week we'd drive out further and eventually probably take them somewhere as far as northern, which is an hour and a half. And um, that would be their final hit out before the, a race day. How quick are they? Like, could you beat them home? Or are they home? No, no, they're, they're, they're fucking lightning, mate. Yeah. Yeah, when think about it, they're not, they're not going through traffic lights. They're not looking for stop signs, my friend. As the pigeon flies. Yeah. Correct? Yeah, as the pigeon flies. And, um, but one thing that used to go wrong with them is Hawks Dan used to get, get hold of them quite regularly. <laughs> so they'd come home all ripped up. And then my dad would make us hold them. And then they'd sew, and he'd sew them up with, like, fishing wire, generally. No, wow, yeah, it's full on, mate. It was full on. All right, Sean. Well, we're, we're going to speak to you about your footy career, but I think we're going to have to talk about this. Yeah, no, let's yeah, talk right. about pigeons. Right. The mate, I've got to say, that could be the best. That is. That could actually be yep. the best we've ever heard here on Backchat. That's amazing. Lewis Jetta's greatest ever sporting achievement, not on the football field. What you got? Not on the football field. It would definitely be um, taking a trip to Hawaii. 
and standing on a longboard and staying up for about 200 metres without yes. falling off. And the greatest achievement to that story is doing a handstand <laughs> and trying to do the same thing. That's huge. What, do you, what else do you want from the great man? <laughs> We, should, we what can't can you do? We, should we continue this podcast? Or no, no? It's <laughs> Thanks, man. Thanks for coming in. No, thank you. See you, Cheers. Next time. <laughs> See you guys. All right. So you're a longboarding champion. Should we call you Kelly Slater? <laughs> Lewis Kelly Slater? No, nah, not that far. Not that far. Um, I was watching some big wave rider though mm. on documentary on Netflix. Um, Phil Reid? No. No. Kai, Kai Hurst? Oh, yeah? Yeah, I was watching his doco and absolutely loved it. Great. So. Good. All right. What I'll happens, I just got to yeah. ask, what happens... When you've ridden away for 200 metres, where you, you got to paddle back? Yeah, you got to paddle back. It's the longest way ever. Um, <laughs> Your little arms. Yeah, my arms are dead, so I had my head down, just paddling. It's like, looked up, and I'm like, wow, there's another 200 metres to go. I'm not realising I'm paddling, and the waves are pushing me back. So I almost quit surfing it that day. We'd like to know what else you can do. What's your greatest sporting achievement not on the football field? Now, Dan, oh, of it's, course. It's no five for 16 <laughs> in the under 12s. Could have guessed that. T8, what does TH double C stand for? Oh, Chute Hill Cricket Club. Of course it yeah. is. I mean, yeah. yeah. The Lions. Speaks for itself. <laughs> the Lions? Yeah. How, what were the Lions like in the under Premier 12s? Club. Yeah. Premier Club, yeah. We yeah, I mean, showed, we made a grand final. We showed Justin Langer. We had JL on the pod a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> and... Um, he wasn't too impressed. He said he would have absolutely he smacked talked. me around the park. What what what, what other sporting realm? Uh, okay, well, I'm going to go the under twelves. Good, only because it's the same yeah, age. Um, state champion athletic carnival. Now, when I say state, like state's a loose word. It might have been like our <laughs> region. Yeah, our, our region <laughs> in the western suburbs of South Australia of Adelaide. Um, but I won the champion boy at an athletics carnival. You know, when I was in year seven or whatever it was. So I think I've got this photo at home, you know, red face, you know, sunburnt uh, in my school kit with the, the medallion around my neck. But I only, I sort of had one first, which was from the long jump. And then I had like all these seconds. So it was like <laughs> second in the hundred, second in the four hundred, very consistent. So I must have got there somehow on points uh, yeah. rather than a uh, number of blue ribbons. But yeah, that's, that's my crowning uh, glory that's, athletically. That's working smarter, not harder. That's spot on. What have you done off the cricket pitch that's going to impress us in the sporting realm, Mitch? This is a tricky one. I mean, I know uh, that you weren't always a cricketer, though. So no, think back to I, your junior days. I played a bit of tennis. That was that was my goal. I wanted to wanted to go to Wimbledon by the age of eighteen. So that that was my dream um, growing up. Um, but I played I played all different kinds of sports at school. So I went. When I was at school, I tried all different things. I actually remember going into uh, – I threw the javelin in year 12 because no one was throwing it and I just threw it at the school carnival and, and threw it all right. And No one's yeah. beating you at javelin in well, high school, surely. <laughs> not, not at the school level. Uh, in, in Townsville, they weren't. So I got through and then I ended up going to the Australian – I think it was the Australian school boys and I was in Brizzy and we threw it QE2. And um, I absolutely choked but <laughs> only because it was like – the kids that were there, they looked like men and they had all their, sh- their shoulders were all strapped up and they, they were like that wide and I was this skinny kid who just wanged, them, wanged the, the javelin down. So are you, um, going, so yeah, are like, you going with competing at the national championships with javelin or oh, do you have something better for us? Um, I can be a big suck hole here and say my wife, marrying my wife. <laughs> She's a, a black belt uh, third in the world um, in, in karate. So Good. I mean, that's pretty impressive. So you hold the handbags for your wife, who's a yeah, black yeah. belt uh, Olympian. Yeah. 
Have you look? Uh, have you have you ever have you ever Spot? gone? Yeah, have you gone head to head? For she would absolutely destroy you, would she not? You, oh, you'd be in big trouble. Yeah, she's. I got her to hit me when I first met her. Um, <laughs> it's actually when we first met here in, in Perth. Pick up line. It was pretty much. Yeah, it worked. <laughs> um, she hit me about five or six times in the stomach. She she said, "Are you sure you want me to do it?" I was like, "Yeah, like come on." Like at the time, it hurt, but I woke up the next morning and I felt like I had internal bleeding. So <laughs> I don't think it was. Um, yeah, it wasn't a great idea. What's your greatest sporting achievement not on the football field, Scott? Yeah, so um, when I was younger, I used to be um, pretty like fit and like gangly. I was pretty skinny and stuff like that as What's well. But I used to be a good runner, <laughs> like short distance. Really? So I uh, was a 400 meter runner, ran that in mm. 53 seconds. Holy shit. Flying in board shorts as well. Because <laughs> um, I came over from the country, drove over to Adelaide because we did all the state stuff like athletics and stuff and then I was invited to go out to state training but I had footy on at the same time so how old were you I would have been 15 16 wow so 53 seconds that's quick so what's Olympic (laughs) Olympic pace is 40 right uh yeah that's that's not that crazy off off the that's not that off the pace no I'm saying saying it's very very good no I'm very impressed I'm carrying a lot more weight now so I wouldn't be able to do it now (laughs) so what were you were you skinny as a kid yeah my my nickname back in the day used to be Mrs. Squiggle (laughs) Um, so all my mates in Adelaide come up with that nickname and they still call it to this day do you Mr. Squiggle or Squig or Squiggle yeah Squiggle's good best sporting achievement not on the football field uh, yeah, look, I wasn't a very multi-sport, multi-talented sports person. I'm surprised um, by that. Yeah. Yeah, like, I, I'm a bit of a jack-of-all-trades master of none, except for footy, obviously. Um, <laughs> He's a master of footy. <laughs> <laughs> but it's probably basketball, to be honest. That, that was my other sport that I was respectable at. Um, yes. You would have seen me around the club, like, one of those blokes was more coordinated than some others. Like, uh, actually, like no, yourself. I actually was just thinking, I was just like, no, I've actually never seen you play well at basketball. No, you were a good <laughs> basketball. Yeah, so, um, uh, besides, like, a few MVPs and that on in grand finals and whatnot, my, 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 my favourite <laughs> achievement playing basketball, like, the biggest high I had was um, I, hit a, uh, I hit two game winners. So to to win buzzer the game, beaters. yeah, buzzer beaters down by whatever one or two points to put us ahead, Very and good. my my favourite one was from half court. So yeah, amazing team scored with what five seconds left. Quickly got the ball into me, a few dribbles up the court, and yeah, tossed it in from wow. half court. Very good. What is the greatest sporting achievement you've ever had in your life? Not on the basketball court. So this is going to be an interesting one because it's whether it's a sport or a hobby because I was a state chess champion at under 12. <laughs> chess? And that is yeah, so, chess. And like I've still got the – like when I introduce myself for speeches or anything, like I, it has four times NBL champion, you know, uh, Pride of Australia uh, medal recipient and then I have state chess champion under 12. Very um, good. And like I was ranked. Like he's I know like you guys were talking about bowling last week. Yes. Um and I was like, geez, like that's peculiar. Like cool. I Yeah, I wouldn't go for it. Dead's very <laughs> when the team and like we were throwing off ball bag comments, I was having a, a, a slight chuckle. But yeah, I was like a, a chess champ. There was literally a newsletter that came out every month 
and it would have like your rankings and you know in WA and I would go to like like schools and there would be 200 nerds you can imagine playing ch- and you'd have a ranked tournament like a, a proper all timed like whatever uh, sorry like it could last for weeks like that sort of style or you'd have like rapid clock you know like it's five minutes on the clock you've just got to play and it wasn't really much skill it was just how quick you could go and I got trumped one time because I was versing someone, I was like this prodigy 11 <laughs> Gary Kasparov Hungarian. Yeah. And <laughs> I was like in the quarterfinals, people was like, it's awesome. And I was like, I've got to go have a piss. And so I said to the like the person I was, um, can I just pause it? Like I really need to piss. And they're like, yeah, no, no worries. And they they didn't pause it. So when I came back, I had like 45 seconds and lost. And that I've been gutted from that day. Why did you stop playing? I'm so interested in this. I don't even want to talk about basketball. Why did you stop playing? <laughs> yeah, Why did you pl- Why did you stop playing chess? Wait, I've had you? a really weird life. Like uh, I remember as a five year old, uh, I was a model. Like I was a child model. I can see that. And yeah. I literally. Um, we know why you stopped that. <laughs> yeah, but like I was the only bloke with like girl, and so sport. Like you're just not doing. It's not cool. They went to chess. There's no like pathways. Like <laughs> my employment right now. There's no one. I'm not looking after. I spoke to. I spoke to again. Terrible by me. I can't remember his name. I spoke to like Australia's leading. He's like the Australia's best ever chess player, and he spoke to me about his like his touring life as a chess player. So he still goes around. Incredible, mate. Like he would go from you. You produced yeah. me. Yeah, I remember that. You I was produced just me. That sounds familiar. Yeah, yeah. it was on ABC. Where are we at? Oh, you. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On yeah. ABC, like no, this guy's legit. Like, yeah, like would compete across the world, and. People put him up. He'd be getting stayed in Monte Carlo. He'd be staying yeah, in Dubai. Well, Gary, you could have had the, you could have had, you could have had the world. <laughs> All that good. I would look at strategies. So, like you know, like they would always have names for him. Um, and I used to love it. I used to hustle people hard. So, like I remember, like my wife, I'd be like, um, and as you get older and you have kids, you know, and you sort of like need to work for things. I'd be like, hey, uh, like if I can beat you in 24 moves or less, like, you know, can have some fun. I got got to say, this is is, is, is the best, this is the best we've had. (laughs) Well, Bogut beating um, Phil Helmuth in a game of poker was good. Yeah. Um, look, Dan's five for sixteen in a cricket match under twelve final in a final. He's quite good, but chess Got a trophy. state champion. It's over there, actually. You said you wouldn't mention. It. Shut up. <laughs> I think it's about as good as it gets. Now you've been asking a lot of questions about the trophy sitting in front of yes. you on the table, which we will get to that. But we want to know about you. Greatest ever sporting achievement, not on the footy field. Uh, got a hole in one. I think that's all. Oh, they, that's huge. Yeah, I, I think everyone that's looks for so that, good. don't they? And uh, where? Tell it, talks for it. Thirteenth beach. Windy, uh, windy at thirteenth yeah. beach. Oh, it was hundred kilometre hour winds, <laughs> about four hundred metres out. No, um, so the seventh hole, which sort of tracks along the coastline there at Bowen Heads, if people know it well, it's sort of tucked in there. It's down the back, the beach course that. Um, call it the older course of 13th Beach. Um, took the plastic off the seven iron for the first time. Really? It was a new set of clubs. Oh. Um, swung it in. Um, I'm no longer a member of 13th Beach, so I can admit this. I was playing with a former teammate, and we've gone, we think that's gone in. And instead of driving the buggy, as you know, they want you to go right wide around the greens, we drove the buggy right up to the hole. <laughs> <laughs> Both left, left out. 
And uh, yeah, we we went mad. Yeah, absolutely yeah. mad. There's, you don't have any footage of driving onto the green with the buggy, do you? No, no, we kept it all, <laughs> all under wraps. Lucky was right down the back so they couldn't see us from the clubhouse. That's unreal. That. What's that? Because people play golf their whole life and never hit a hole in yeah. one. But have you ever thrown away that seven iron? Or is that that's no, going to no, be framed so, in the house? No, I've still got the clubs. I um, did the real wanker thing and signed the date on it. <laughs> yeah, um, good. No, that's good. No, well, because footballers, we uh, suffer a lot of concussions. I was just making sure I wouldn't forget it and uh, just have a memory starter in a few years. If we use this, as it, maybe you need to mount it just like this cricket ball. Now, Jimmy yeah. sat down. Yeah. Lots of stuff going on here. There's shelter. There's whippersnapper. We've got yeah. a, he said, what is this? Yeah. What is this yeah. trophy? Dan, yeah. why don't okay, you let so, him know, mate? Uh, under 12. Here to tell you, we don't care what you've done on the rugby field. Perfect. That is. We want to know. Yeah. We want to know <laughs> what is your greatest sporting achievement, not on the rugby field. Look, to be honest, uh, I've been scrolling through my brain. Obviously, <laughs> rugby player concussions, you know, all that kind of stuff. So for me, it's a bit harder. But I do remember when I was about eleven or twelve, and I was going through a skateboarding phase. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I think my friend and I, Luke, Luke Ranzik, a mate of mine, he he was being into skateboarding, right? Um, and I was the tag along. I mean, I never got past the, the ollie, you know. I was kick flip may, maybe once yep. or twice out of flute. And we entered into uh, a, like a local skate park competition. Mm. Um, and long story short, I think I came third out of four people. So that was the biggest achievement hey, of my life. Really? You know, I didn't come top last. Three. So there we go. Yeah, that was <laughs> top, top three. three. Yeah. That is big. I, I made podium. podium. <laughs> I made podium. So yeah. it was, a Mal- it was a Mal- the Melville skate park. I do remember it. And I think... What do you do when you drop in and stuff? All yeah, that? yeah, yeah. I got through that, did a little spin or whatever, and landed in a kickflip or something. Who, who's, who's, a sk- who's been on here that was... Ska- uh, Sherrod Wellingham. Is he a sh- Sherrod is he a Wellingham. Skater? He bought some skate stuff. Uh, I mean, you, think you, you, were, you were talking with him as if you knew what he was talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. I used to like do stairs and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> Matt Richardson, the footy player. Matt Richardson, the media personality. But we ask every guest we ever have on Backchat... The same question, and it's usually the first question. What's your greatest ever sporting achievement? Oh, look, nothing substantial, but like, I, did, I, I was a good cross-country runner. Yes. I, did, uh, I did win all of the cross-country running at high school, and then we we'd went to uh, Inter High, it was called, so you went and raced against the other high schools on the northwest coast of Tassie, and, yeah, that was my strong point. I guess that's something I, I rated pretty highly. I loved basketball. It mm-hmm. just, it, everyone's made a state team, though, and particularly in Tassie, everyone makes a state team down there. But you so I'll go with the cross-country, Scully. I'll go with the cross-country champion. I'm happy with that one. Everyone's made a state team, haven't they, Dan? Look, I've, I've won men, men's C grade on a Monday night at Loftus Rec Centre. I've won, I'm a champion there, but I've never made the state team. Every time I say I made a Tasmanian state basketball team, people sort of scoff at it because they think it was, it's not as easy as everyone thinks to make a state team in You're Tassie. You're born into it, aren't you? Yeah, well, yeah, that's what everyone thinks. So, no, I, I'll, I'll go with the cross country running, Scoey. I love my running. No, that's very good. I'll take cross country. No, nothing to do with footy. I need your best sporting achievement. My best sporting achievement, right? <clears throat> I used to play for the Kenthurst Bush Rangers. Right. <laughs> what sport is this? What sport? This is soccer. This is soccer. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> knows who the Kentworth Bush Rangers are, man. Oh, Kentos, mate. We were at Dural Kentos Way. Oh, Kentos. Um, I oh, was yeah. four. Yeah, obviously, the Kentos Way. I was four, playing up with my brother, signed so the sixes. Wow. This guy playing on me as a defender. Why are you so little, mate? I'm only four. <laughs> Proceeded to kick 10 goals on him. 
straight from the striker position. Chin pads up past me knees. Hand me down. <laughs> there were no Deodoras back then, but, you know. Wow. Okay, um, so that, Dan, that's got to go close to taking the cake, mate. That's as a very four year good. Old, Ten goals as a four-year-old. It was, it was borderline um, abuse what I was doing to these, these guys, but. I have, hey, um, I have Dan, a three-and-a-half-year-old. Oh, yes. Yeah. What were you going to say? I, you're missing a light behind your head, actually. Just um, Oh, this yeah, one? I'm, no, no, no. Straight behind your head. The, the big light that lights up the corner of the room. It, it wasn't on last night, so I'm not going to... For okay. for consistency. Just for but, you know, shirt, I'll, yeah. I'll put it on just for ID in a sec. I have a three-and-a-half-year-old. He's actually turning four in a few months. I can't imagine him kicking 10 goals in a soccer game. You must have been like a wonder kid. I was quite the prodigy. Dad, dad booked me in for a couple of Brownlows nice and early, but um, that's pretty much as far as it went. <laughs> <laughs> the kids caught up pretty quick with me, and then I changed sports. I was like, I've had enough of this. You can play footy. Great. Very good. What can you do outside the realms of AFL? Cullum under primary, intermediate sprint champion, mm. year four, five. Um, quick. Quick as a kid. Um, did it again at Linwood Primary in 5-6, um, went to Broome year 7 because uh, my father was a CIB uh, d- detective, um, oh. not even near it. Once you start um, up there and you're playing in some, and running against some real fast Indigenous boys who have unbelievable athletes, and uh, yeah, I, knew my, <laughs> I knew I was up against it, so... Here where I'm thinking, I'm a, great long, I'm a great long jumper, I've got some speed, nah, not even near it. So <laughs> That's uh, what happens when you go to the inter-school competition, like yeah. you dominate at your school. I mean, I used to get second a lot in 100 metres. Did you? And Did then you one that? time the guy you who... You don't strike me as quick. No, nah, it was a bit quick. And then the one time this guy was sick or something, he didn't run the 100 metres, so I came first. Then my school sent me to the inter-school. I think I was dead last, like so, like there are... Yeah, so I classify myself now as a mud runner. It was in my career, so yeah, no speed here. All right, there we go. Linwood Primary, 100 metre special. It's about under sevens, you reckon? Yeah, it would have been a uh, 10, 11. Okay. Yeah, you're five, six. All right, we like that. Greatest sporting achievement not in the footy field. I think mine would, it springs to mind, but it was a, it's a bit of a strange one. But I, um, I did really well in a skateboarding competition down in Margaret River, which was. I was so stoked with it, and um, yeah, I went away with best trick in the competition. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I haven't had skateboard. Do you get a medal, a trophy? I got a skateboard. Hey, strong. <laughs> What's the trick? Uh, blindside heel flip across like a quarter bank. Are you impressed with that? <laughs> that's big. I don't know yeah, what that yeah, means. That's good. Okay, very yeah, good. Very good. I would, have only, I would have only been thirteen. Yeah, thirteen <laughs> or fourteen. What were you doing playing footy, mate? You should have been <laughs> on Tony Hawk skateboarding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that's why I didn't play footy for a couple of years because I, I cracked both of my um, growth plates in my knees. So when I was 14, I did nothing for a year because I had surgery on, on both my knees. What's your greatest sporting achievement not on the AFL field? What are you done with yourself? My sporting... Career outside of footy wasn't too long or decorated. What about as a kid? What about as a junior? I mean, I, I won the under nine state championship in the hurdles quite quick, actually, Dan. Right. No, well, I was a bit of a cricketer for a bit there. I played two seasons of cricket 
And I made a 37-ball duck <laughs> once <laughs> in against districts. It was hooping everywhere, to be fair, and we got all out for 20-odd. Were you opening the batting? I was opening the batting. Oh, my And that was, you know, sometimes I made runs. That is perfection. That, what else? Uh, and other than that, I used to skateboard a lot, and I was quite a handy skateboarder. Does that classify as a sport? Absolutely. Yeah, Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, we got I don't know skate shot with. Here we yeah, go. Yeah, all right. Not that I've ever skated in my life. <laughs> I can try the hip at Leedy, or know. maybe uh, I don't know what that means. You don't know what that means. Tray flip, flip the like it's like a hip. I, just, like I have a big sk- yeah. Two sort of yeah. two sort of <laughs> ramps like that together. Sam knows like a grind. Yeah, good. Nah, like no. a like a like a jump, oh. like a fancy jump. Sounds good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or uh, maybe I don't think I hit too many rails around Perth. Like my younger brother Ted, so I'll stay away from the rails. Yeah. Okay, good. So, to, um, does that count? Is I that used that? to kick flip the five yeah. stair at uh, the TAFE in Leadville. Is that me? Really? There, yep. see? Yep. Gee, there you go. Nice work. Nah, sorry. <laughs> All right, I'll take that. I'm going to take your 37 ball duck as, as one of the greats. Best sporting <clears throat> achievement not on the football field. Uh, yeah, look, I wasn't a very. Multi-sport, multi-talented sports person. I'm surprised um, by that. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I'm a bit of a jack of all trades, master of none, except for footy, obviously. Um, <laughs> He's a master of footy, <laughs> <laughs> but it's probably basketball. To be honest, that that was my other sport that I was respectable at. Um, yes. You would have seen me around the club like one of those blokes was more coordinated than some others. Like, uh, actually, like no, I actually was just thinking, I was just like, no, I've actually never seen you play well at basketball. No, you were a good basketball. <laughs> yeah, so um, uh, beside like a few MVPs and that on in grand finals and whatnot, my, 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 my favourite <laughs> achievement playing basketball, like the biggest high I had was um, I, hit a, uh, I hit two game winners so to to win buzzer the game, beaters. yeah, buzzer beaters down by whatever one or two points to put us ahead, Very and good. my my favourite one was from half court. So yeah, amazing team scored with what five seconds left. Quickly got the ball into me, a few dribbles up the court, and yeah, tossed it in from wow. half court. Very good, and it was yeah at, at the local Bendigo Stadium. Everyone around. Now I mean that's me. it. Uh, was it sort of like a bit of a fade away? Is it like you? you the reason I ask is you. After I just told you about the microphone, Collie, this is how you did the. Yeah. Back here, I need you to stay up in the grill of like you'd be defending one on one, please. So yeah. it was a nice little fade away story. Spirit? Was it, what yeah, were that, your team called? That uh, that's the women's team. Yeah, the Bendigo right. Braves is the oh, the males. Right. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Did you have did you have aspirations to play any like like basketball? I did read something researching today. You actually triggered some memories. Did you do you want to play basketball? Yeah, I, I enjoy basketball yeah. way more than footy. Really? Such a better sport. So much better. Like the blokes playing NBA, even NBL. Like NBL is big now. I'd much rather do that, but I just wasn't good enough in the end. And yeah. I don't agree. Dan loves basketball. Mm. It's actually rem- rem- I am remembering something from 2018. Actually, um, you guys did a lot of practice at Bendat Basketball Stadium. Yeah, we used to do Monday, Tuesdays. Tuesdays. Yeah, because yeah, I worked at Bendat at the time when I was working at the Wildcats. And I used to watch you guys. Try my office was like right on the window there watching. And you guys had a lot of basketball, like um, the shooting competitions at the end. Yeah. Um, we had to ban them because someone absolutely <laughs> ruined their ankle. Yeah. Jack Petr- yeah, Petr- I remember him watching him. He, used, he was very good. He's he? better than me. Someone yeah, destroyed their ankle playing and we had to stop playing <laughs> afterwards. Yeah. We, well, we recently got a basketball ring at the club. Where? At, in the shed. And oh. Bailey Williams last year maybe went up for a slam dunk and <laughs> landed on, on his ankle. Yeah, landed on a ball? 
landed on something. He's angry. Didn't, yeah, it wasn't a good landing. He missed six, seven weeks, so I they, think. So they taken that No, down, no, it's still there. It's still Just there. Just no dunking. So, it creates too much fun. Boys need it. <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> Just no dunking, yeah. Didn't that Nui get it in a bit of strife of dunking at a Wildcats game once? Right. Not only did he dunk, he like lined up he like 17 in. people in a row, <laughs> like a monster truck thing, and did a huge like launch from the three-point Michael Jordan style with a backflip. And he came into the club on the Monday, and he literally sat down the team meeting. It was like, Nick, what are you doing, mate? He's like... Well, I was dunking, like, whatever, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> I over-exaggerated a little bit, but it was quite a big dunk. Yeah, yeah it's not about Nick, no. Yeah, sorry. He's not a friend of the family yet. We've seen you've done, what, 377 umpired games. Uh, m- lots in the waffle. Two waffle grand finals. Two waffle grand finals. A couple of prelim finals. AFL, AFL life, life member. member. But what's your greatest sporting achievement not on the football field. The, the world's your oyster here, Dad. Yeah, it is. Tell well, us your best sporting achievement. Um, in 1989, uh, I won a silver medal in the walk for WA State Athletics. Holy mm. shit. So yeah. heel toe. Um, heel toe, hips, clunky. Now, I'll tell you how I got to walk. You're going to say, why the walk? When Nathan you can obviously Deeks. run. Nathan Deeks. Kind of like great. Deeksy. Um, so back in the day, I was actually on the same trip as Scott Cummings, ironically. He was the big Buddha with the throwing and the discus and the javelin, and I was the sort of skinny little runner dude. You had to make the podium to go on a state trip, yeah. okay? Now, to get a medal, that's, that's sometimes tough. And I was always running sort of sixth or seventh in the States. I mean, how do I get to, to go to this trip to Singapore? Like, you know, 15, 16, how good is this going to be? And I said, no one does this walk caper. So my best friend's dad was a coach. I said, let's do this. And we trained hard. And long story short, I won silver at state, got me the ticket to Singapore, had a great trip. And I won silver on the national stage in Singapore against all the little Singaporeans. Wow. Huge. I've, that's right good up so. there, Dan. Yeah, that's, that's very good. right up there. That was the year that we were born as well, which is – so that adds to it. Whack. <laughs> that's a little bad. No, I don't look my age. I haven't had my, no, my forehead yeah. shined up. Some great things happened that year. That's yeah, what I'm saying. I told you yeah. to wear a hat like <laughs> there, Dan, mate. Look, we know you've been a great punter in the NFL for a number of years now. We know you've done your stuff there. We we know all that, and we don't really oh, – we do care, but we don't care. We want to know what's your best sporting achievement not on the NFL field. Or, or Aussie rules. We, we can't – Yeah, actually, yeah, you've got to park Aussie rules, unfortunately, because you were uh, effectively a professional Aussie rules player. you got something that you've done that isn't uh, punting an NFL ball? <laughs> Uh, this one hurts, but I think I made nine, probably under 15s, under 17s, made 98 in cricket. Oh, <laughs> then, uh, then, pop, then pop one up to uh, mid-off. So. <laughs> I was going to say, how'd yeah, you get I, out? I was pretty happy. <laughs> I, was, I think I got too excited at the end. I was uh, pretty happy with that knock. It was the best one I did. But then, yeah, just, you know, I mean, spooned one to uh, mid-off. And, yeah, that went that went downhill pretty quick then. So. 98. Uh, that'd have to be brutal. one of the... Yeah, the not the non-Australian football or uh, or punting that'd be it. So. That, that's a uh, that's a good effort. Ninety-eight runs, Dan. Have you um have you ever told any of the the boys on the um on the Texans uh, your cricket sort of prowess? Do they <laughs> do they know what cricket is? They get. I, I would put it um you know in the ashes when there's you know the T twenty and stuff. So I'll have it on the phone and they're just they're super confused by it. They don't get that. <laughs> Americans don't get that you can have a five day game. And there's no winner or loser at the end. You can have a draw at the end. They, uh, they'll be like, they'll be like, what, so what happened at the end of the five? I was like, yeah, I mean, they, it was a, t- it was a draw at the end, and they just don't understand it. They like, you wait, you went all five days for that. So, wow. uh, Americans, they don't, they don't like that. 
you're an absolute champion, mate. You're an F1 driver. You're, you've won races. You're an incredible athlete, but I'm here to tell you I don't really care. Yeah. I want to know your greatest sporting achievement, not on the racetrack. I was good at cross country as a kid. Look, give it to me. This is good. Well, I say I was good. I came fourth in like into school. So I wasn't like, I wasn't a gun. Do you want me to sum up my sporting achievements yes, off please. the racetrack? Yes, please. Good at everything, great at nothing. Master of all trades, jack, jack of all jack trades, of all master trades. none. Yeah. And I'm probably not doing myself justice. I feel I'm great yeah, at something great, Mate, you must have done something. You must uh, have had a medal. Table tennis. I'm really good at table tennis. Bring up table tennis, mate. <laughs> <laughs> you, That's know, how we met. Table tennis. Yeah. But when I beat you in table tennis. I don't think you beat me. I think I did. Yeah, you probably did. I know you're a master of many talents. I know, yes. I know you taught yourself up as a cricketer. I think it's a long list. Golf. Like, he, he's okay. a good golfer. I actually, yes, he's yes. Straight I'll, to I'll, it. I'll, I've got one straight away. You should so, give people a bit of time to think about it. But Yeah, I've got one straight away. It's come to mind. So, you know, I won't put cricket in there as well because there's a Thank couple you. of cricketers. I'll, I'll, cricket memories and stories there. Yes. But there's probably one at the age of 13 years of age Perfect. playing in a golf tournament, um, uh, male and female, at Collier Park. And my cousin Mitch, he was playing in it as well. And um, there's only about, I reckon, 10 kids in this whole golf tournament. Was it um, a kids' tournament or was it an open tournament? Yeah, it was open up, up to the age of 13. I reckon most people there were the age of 13. That's anyway. Like 25-year-old just being <laughs> Anyway, yes, yeah, 25-year-old. Um, anyway, so throughout the, throughout the course of the day, having a stink around, had, had a good last two holes, which somehow come, come out of the clouds and, and won this tournament. Yes. And... To receive the award, you had to get up on stage and in front of all the, all the kids, all the families, the parents there, and receive, which I got a putter at the time. And um, as I got up on stage, the bloke who was presenting me with the award said, I'd like to thank everyone to come out to, to support and watch, watch all the kids and yes. participants today. And he handed over me the microphone, but I thought he said, say what I said. So I grabbed, I grabbed the, the golf putter and I said, oh... First of all, I'd just like to thank everyone for coming out and watching me today. It means a lot. <laughs> As 13. And then walked off the stage, walked off the stage, didn't say anything else. And everyone was like shocked, laughing. Is, it, is he joking or is this real? So that's a story. There you go. And so I've still got that putter. So what does that make you? The under 13 Collier Open champion? Yes, I think so. I, I really good. love how Shep's attacked off the top. <laughs> I mean, some people, that, well, I can see in their eyes, they don't know where to go with it. They're like, yeah, oh, I don't know what I show. I was, I was a footy player. That's my yeah. entire personality. I the thing know. that shocked me most is the putter was worth $30 <laughs> and the second prize was a $60 golf box voucher. So, <laughs> so like, I don't know if winning was a great thing. Uh, I, I think I'm most good. impressed that there was like a bunch of family members to watch 13-year-olds play golf. <laughs> like, my mum was a caddy, actually. <laughs> Raylene. Yeah, Raylene was a caddy. Really? Yep, so... Um, she was there for support. Okay, very good. She's been <laughs> there. Probably should have thanked her straight away. She's been there from a very early age, Raylene, supporting <laughs> you. Now, we know that you could play. We know that you could speak. But I would like a sporting achievement in another realm. Another sport. Uh, another okay. another Cricket, era. Skateboarding. Uh, poker. I, I don't know. You, you're quick Fencing. on your feet, Dennis. What, that's, what? Well, that's tough off the top, isn't it? It that's is. A, that's a tough one. I think it's the time I dreamt I got a hole in one at Carina. <laughs> that was big. I woke up and I thought a couple of things have happened to me. I was very excited. <laughs> and reality? Can in you re- play golf? 
Not really. <laughs> <laughs> Only a person who can't play golf would dream of that. I mean, that's right. obvious, isn't it? Oh, that's unreal. We want to know your greatest sporting <laughs> achievement. Now, okay, you were drafted by West Coast. Good on you. Big book. You've done some great things in the football world. Good on you. Who we don't really it? care. Yeah. We want to know your greatest sporting achievement not yeah, I've got it. on the football. <laughs> He's listened before. <laughs> He's got it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 16th birthday. Great. Mm. Oh uh, I was in year nine at the time playing – actually, year 10 at the time playing cricket. So I'd been dropped from the 10 A's and I was playing 10 B's on my birthday. <laughs> For the first time ever playing B-grade cricket at school, and it was not very good. So I've come out with bowling first. I've taken five. Leg spin at the time, just bowling absolute areas. Wow. Five wickets. Nearly took a hat-trick. One bowled. Next one, LBW. Third one comes in. It's hit his pads off, celebrated. Nah, not out. Next ball, skittled him. So three in the over. <laughs> Hasn't appealed, just celebrated. <laughs> <laughs> so I've taken five, taken five in the innings. It's a 50-over game. So 50 overs done. Come out to bat. Just absolutely striping this ball. Hit 24 <laughs> off the over off this one kid who was bowling absolute <laughs> pies. And then two overs later. Don't say it. Not sure if I can say this, but I'm saying it anyway. Yeah, you can say it. So the kid, nine beats, ten beats. To give you the standard of cricket, and it's very inclusive over there in uh, for the Halebury uh, 10 Bs. A kid playing for the other team, I think, not sure what his disability was, right. but he had something wrong with his right hand whereby it was stuck in this position almost permanently. Okay. And he bowled left-handed and bowled okay. I hit him for a couple. And then... Uh, <laughs> That's harsh. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, Come I remember <laughs> he was fielding it mid-on. And that is to my left, so as I scoop, he is fielding there and I've just popped one up to him thinking, yeah, I'm good here. I've run, stuck in the mitt. That's it right Yes. Good. So yes. I've good. Looked at him. Game respect, game, mate. I've walked off. But anyway, Pfeiffer and 35 as uh, as my greatest off-field sport. And, and very <laughs> and good. And, and humbled. And ended <laughs> like it should have been. Yes. Absolutely humbled. Who was it against? Uh, I think it might have been against Kerry. Jeez. Humbled in the 10 Bs. I, I feel like Hamish knew... A lot of details around that story. Yeah. He's told <laughs> it a few the, times. He's yeah. replayed that. Um, how many How many did you get hit for? Uh, I didn't get hit for many. Five for 11 off five overs. That's pretty good figures yeah. for was anyone it, who was knows. Was it in a final or just regular <laughs> season? <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. no. Okay. Regular season. Ten le- he wants to tell you something. Oh, oh yeah, no. Okay. I, just ha- I mean, I, I did bowl five for in a grand final. Uh, five for 16. Um, was on a hat-trick ball, but... Bowled the, the uh, tail out, so mm, didn't get a yeah. chance. Five for sixteen, five for eleven. Yeah, <laughs> much, for, final, much for much. Did you win? That. Did you yeah, win? yeah, we won. Of course, we won. You, of course, yeah. you won. You took your five wickets. Exactly. So you five can't take wickets and not win. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, man. actually, Did you guys lose that. Yeah, the yeah. trophy's right there. Actually, Hamish. Yeah, that's the ball. <laughs> if you're wondering, yeah, nice. I didn't get the ball. I don't think they do that in the bees. The greatest sporting achievement not on the football field. We don't care about your footy ability. What have you done off the football field? Um, I, I used to love basketball. I, I was I was okay at basketball. Um, state I played. Player. Yeah, I did. Yeah, country state. So not. I oh know. Yeah, no, it's country state in the end. So they did a, obviously metro state. So everyone real, in WA, and then there's actually the country kids that everyone forgets about. Right. I was I was in that crew. What, what position um, did you play? Bench. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I was small back then, so I was just um, yeah, I was I was I was a fill in, I reckon. But um, no, nah, greatest tra- achievement, I reckon. I used to do Fire Brigade. Has everyone seen Fire Brigade before? No, Actual, please, never that? heard of it. What is it? It's not. It's like the Fire. I get. Ah, it, it's. It was called Fire Brigade. I used to do it in Kalgoorlie. Um, and when I went moved to Albany, I was hoping they did it, but no one sort of knew what it was. What is it? It's. It's a race of obviously you start in the line, 
two or four a single. Um, you you run out, throw a fire hydrant in. You do dry or wet. So wet is connect the hoses as quick as you can, right. shoot the target. Dry is connect the hoses as soon as you can, pick the to pretend to shoot the target, and you go through. I've and seen finish. this on Google. They like do the, the races up the ladders and stuff. Yeah, yeah, that- all that. So I wasn't at the ladder oh, stage. I was right. in a young pup, but it was like start, hit the hydrant, run, grab it, connect, connect hoses, and get through the. What's end. called Fibergate? Yeah. It was just called Fibergate. That's what I was. Right. It was. Um, Look it up. I, I used exactly to love, mate. Yeah, I, I used to, if I can get a photo, I'll just get a photo for you because um, <laughs> it was kit? so fun. No, you just like that was how we just had to wear like a plain white kit oh, and rocked up. We did a. That was the first time I ever went away bus trips and. All that sort of stuff with my mates. Yeah, it was random, mate. I used to go to Meriden, random joints out of around Kalgoorlie, but that sums up Kalgoorlie. Does it have to be a sporting achievement? Yes. Well, look, someone's someone's talking about being the lead in a play in high school. That's close to sport. Mm. Uh, My 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 favorite sporting moment. I played for the Warwick Black Footy Club. Yes. We won six flags in a row. Yes. That's huge. And I loved every. And they're still some of my best mates. And I learned about community. I learned about winning. Uh, and it was just an, a magical. I learned about teams. I still eat before I sort of was playing Test cricket. The night before I batted, I still ate special fried rice because my mum and dad used to make buy me special fried rice <laughs> the night before a granny. Good. And we won six in a row. So, I mean, you know, routines and superstitions and all that sort of shit. So, yeah, um, yeah special fried rice, Warwick Black, that's my special moments. We want to know your greatest sporting achievement, not in your field of choice. So you can't say, oh, okay, we won a race together, Daniel and I. That's the, you mm. can't use your sport of choice. You need to give us okay. your greatest sporting moment, not... On the F1 track. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I don't even think a lot of my friends know I played one season of cricket. I, there played, you go. I played for a, a team called Greenwood, and I think I was under, I was 17 at the time. I played one season. We, we won the premiership. Uh, left hand, I was left left hand paceman. Yeah. Probably medium pace. I wasn't too quick. <laughs> uh, got four for 11. Not as good as yours. Uh, and was that, in a, was that in the grand final? Or? It wasn't. It wasn't. It was. It was just a during a normal game. But yeah, four, yep. four for eleven. Um, I think part of that eleven, it was actually four for five. And then the guy put me over the grandstand into the car park. So <laughs> those those figures were a lot better before that. Uh, did, did you Did you listen to him? He said Premiership player. You, yeah. you, you did not win the grand final. No, we didn't. We lost that game. Did you? Well, obviously, not <laughs> you lost my that fault. game. Yeah, it wasn't my fault. I did all I could. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, I know. All right, but you played for Greenwood, so you know we had a good team. Mm. Yeah, good. All right. Right. That's pretty good. That we'll take good. it. Four for 11, no five for 16, but we like. I loved sport, but I was short, slow, not particularly talented, That's all fine. of that. So my, my greatest sporting achievement is actually kind of funny because I've a couple of months ago hosted the Women's Basketball World Cup with Michelle Timms and a few others and Timsy was like my childhood hero because she yep. was a household name when well, you guys are much younger than me but when we were kids and this was before women's sport got the you know 
what it deserved. So I told Timsey and Kelsey Griffin and Jenna Hay and, and the others on our broadcast all about my basketball um, <laughs> abilities because I basically treated it like I had the same CV as what they did. <laughs> and now every time they constantly ask me about my two broken collarbones and, you know, the time. So what sort of player yeah. were you? Were you sort of like a bit of a point guard? I was Della Vadova without the ability to shoot. That's me. And my shot same. actually was a little bit prettier than Delhi. So I... <laughs> I was the That's scrapper. I was the effort player. I was setting all the screens. I was the um, kid that yelled ball, 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 ball so much that one day one girl actually turned to me and said, you can have it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, unreal. I played like – I was the only girl on the soccer team with all the boys, um, scored one goal in four years. So I was that kind Scenes. of – Scenes. Yeah, amazing. I won the coaches award, the participation award, the most consistent award – you know, that, that was it. But basically the height of my sporting ability was making the state team for Country Cup um, in basketball and I broke my collarbone for the second time in six weeks. Oh, when I, love, yeah. I know, I know, right? Same collarbone? It, the same collarbone, yeah. So I broke it playing for Collie, repping Collie. Um, How? I dove on a loose ball. Yeah, good. And the, <laughs> one Scrappy. of the girls from Bunbury came in on the other side and just basically crunched my left shoulder in between the court and her. Um, spiral Classic. break and um, I can't remember where it was maybe like Jesse Sinclair or somebody like that did their collarbone at the same time and we're out for like two weeks because you know you just go into surgery get it fixed my state basketball was six um, weeks later and it just a big girl from um, South Australia came up from behind and just clipped it broke um, oh. straight straight away and that was sort of the height of my basketball career and so at the end of the basketball career yeah That's it for another Back Chat off-season episode. Back Chat double underscore on socials. You can follow us at backchatpodcast.com.au. Send us an email. We're still receiving those. Hello at backchatpodcast.com.au. Thanks to our sponsors, Whippersnapper Whiskey, Margaret River Roasting Co., Blue Bet, Shelter Brewing Co., Leadable Cameras. We'll be back soon. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.